0: This. This.
1: This. This. this is mythical. Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we are exploring multiple questions because we're doing an AMA, which means ask me anything. Ask us anything. And me, A-U-A, ask us anything. Aua. 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 Auga, oh! What, is that when a cartoon sees something that they like? Oh yeah, oh,
0: auga!
1: <laughs> it's like a, but it's a,
0: it's a horn of some sort. Thank you, mythical beast, to um, it's a horn. Who replied to our request for questions? Um, we log questions we like, and if we don't get to all of them, then we'll get to them later. As long as we occasionally.
1: Get to your question. You know what we do with the questions that we don't like? We print them out on poster boards, and we put lighter fluid on them, and we burn them individually. Right? It's, it's, it's really what we do when we're not doing what you see us doing on camera. It's we are. I mean, we are burning so much now. It's so wasteful. That's why we smell like soot. But we call it the cleansing ceremony. That's yep. what we call it. Yeah. So if you submit, are you ready for another cleanse? If you submit bad questions, <laughs> just know that you're fueling the giant bonfire of poster board that we have constantly going in the back parking lot. Let's let's just get into some questions. Oh, but I, I just want I want uh, oh, <laughs> I
0: want to <laughs> tease to something. Uh, we got this new idea. Um, we have a new idea to incentivize you to maybe oh. hang around and and yes. and listen to this whole ear biscuit. At the end, we're going to start giving. Uh, little rec a little recommendation of something that we are into so we're going to try that wrapping up every episode with a little recommendation something that you can experience in some way that we've experienced and we really liked just a little rec i don't know it could be something in the world of entertainment audio or visual it could be a product it could it be could, anything it could be a service
1: it could be anything
0: it could be um it could be an idea it could be hey try on this idea this week yeah. so um Just a little recommendation at the end that if nothing from answering these questions had a good takeaway from you, then we'll give you something, okay? If you you need to have a, you know, I I like it sometimes when I invest time in something, even like a podcast, I like having a takeaway. Knowing that there's value in it. Knowing that there's value in it and that's, Maybe a flaw in my thinking that things that just can't be. Definitely is that yep. they have to be. Hey, stay out of it. <laughs> it's one thing for me to be introspective. It's another thing for you to. <laughs> what's it?
1: What, what? What's it called when? Extra extrospection. Don't be. Ex- is when you put your introspection on another person. Don't insert introspection yourself into oh, I'm my. I'm not gonna. <laughs> in, I'm not inserting anything. Man. You are inserting. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not inserting.
0: Pull out, man. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's just get into, uh, here's a weird one right off the bat from uh, V, at Mythical V. Uh, This was posted four hours ago. No, that's just when we printed it, it said 4H beside it. Oh, well maybe she's in the 4H. If you were to have a third hand, (laughs) where would you want it to be located
1: and what would you use it for? Hashtag Ear Biscuits. Well let me just start by saying that uh, I definitely know my first answer to this. And, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> we're just gonna, Why we're, gonna, is it we're that, gonna just move on to the second, I where, don't the, know. where the second third hand would be the fourth hand. Well I'm sorry but I just have to, I have to go
0: to the what I think is your first answer uh, because I, I thought
1: that this was a naughty thing too. What? It seemed like a naughty question. Well no, it's, uh, no, I think what you mean is that we have naughty answers and I already said that, I was bypassed, I'm not talking about that third hand, I'm talking about the fourth hand. Okay. okay. Let's not talk about the where where it should go. Let's talk about the other one. But once I started to think about the thing you don't want to talk about, I actually
0: didn't know what that meant. So I kind of do need you to tell me about it.
1: Do you, I think we, I can explain that to you later. It has to do with in search in search, <laughs> in search <inspection>, whatever the <laughs> the word is. Oh gosh, that you you came up with. Earlier. I'm not as naughty as you are in the brain. I that's a fact, uh, Jack. That's definitely true. Uh, but I said I didn't wanna talk about that. So where my fourth hand would go <laughs> is um, I would have, I, I find myself. You can't be hogging the hands. I, I, I would have. Naughty man can't hog hands. You do the same thing, we both do it because of the nature of our haircuts. We end oh. up touching our hair a lot. I think I would have a, a hand somewhere strategically placed potentially inside the hair itself so they it could go away. <laughs> So it would be like, you know those things that, uh, you see those commercials for the things that uh, the ladies can, anybody could do it, but it's usually the ladies put the things in their hair that p- gives it some volume. Like a, yeah. So it, what is it called, like the bump or something like that? It's got like a, I know, yeah, a I know name like that. Up. I would have a hand that was concealed inside the hair and the hand itself could style and add volume. Oh, but then the hand could also just reach and grab and straighten. Right, straighten the hair. <laughs> that's that's you know? not
0: a bad idea. But if you go bald, then you just look like a rooster. <laughs> You've got like a—it's like a
1: comb. <laughs> I think at that point you get it amputated. <laughs> you get it amputated. Uh, no, I, I no. Actually, at that point, you know what? It's just cool. Hand head.
0: <laughs> Is it hair colored hand?
1: Uh, it's uh, a hair colored hand in the hair. It's yeah. It's like got like the You'd amount to, of hair that like a monkey hand would have. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very you hairy a, hand. You got a monkey in. hand. It a blends. monkey hand's strong too. Oh yeah, you can hold like you could hold yourself up on a pull-up bar yes. with just your head. Yes, uh, because you'd be like an
0: ornament. You think you'd be using it to uh constantly fruffle your hair, but with be. a hand that strong, you'd just be hanging from you'd be bending over using it instead of your other two hands. Well, think about and hands. if you were
1: going through like a small space, like a tunnel, you'd have uh, your normal hands on the sides and then the top hand would be like, hit your Your head would be, your head could hit anything because it would always be caught by the head hand. Oh wow, that's a that's good too.
0: And can it, does it have a wrist? Like can it come down and cover my eyes if I'm scared? Mm. Is it that big of a hand?
1: Let me see. Nope. I don't think so, I don't think it can. I mean I got a pretty big hand and I couldn't touch your, touch I your eyes. I think you don't I w- wanna touch your eyes though because that's when you get pink eye.
0: I think wa- I want my hand. Are you saying that because I have a sty? Have you noticed that? No. Do you see that my right eye is a little puffy?
1: No, that's what glasses do for you, man. That's why I'm gonna start wearing glasses in 2019. I so went I in cover a. my eye problems.
0: I was in a hot tub over the weekend and at a Airbnb oh. with some friends and I, I was tired and I put my face under that hot tub and I just rubbed my face with my hands. Oh gosh. My two hands. And then I came up and I was like, "This hot tub smells like lake water." And lo and behold, <sighs> na- I woke up next morning with a puffy eye.
1: Was it lake water? I don't know. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't do a like a
0: a test.
1: Well, I know who you were with, and I, he seems like he would have done a test, <laughs> <laughs> right? He didn't seem phased by it. I he gotta didn't ask test, him if they have any styes. He didn't test the water.
0: Um, hot compresses. I'll be doing that tonight. Don't worry about me. And I. But if I had a third hand, yeah, I'm pretty vain about touching my hair constantly mm. too. So, yep. you might be changing my answer. But I also adjust my glasses a lot. If I just had a hand right here beside my glasses, just to constantly adjust it,
1: mm. I think I think you that could would work. My, I think you could use my hand. My to answer, get a pinky down there.
0: My answer is I want a hand on the end of a tail. So I don't have, well, a, you tail. Don't have a tail. I'm talking like a monkey tail with a hand on the end of it. You know how. Um you could oh, put you a can get those things that have a the sticky the quarter things. you put yeah. a quarter in that thing at the exit to the grocery store and you'd get like a sticky hand. Like Well now you're talking about things that are just not even possible. But not sticky. I want a hand on a tail. I think that would be great. I don't know why But the ta- but the hands. Why u- we why do we the lose tail, a tail, man? I, I just can't believe that evolutionarily speaking, we didn't need a tail. Well, because
1: we stood up. The tail was for uh, like trees, it was just for the trees, man. We came out of the trees. We went on the savannas. We stood up. We looked over the grasslands. I would really said, love Screw to have a that tail. tail,
0: like a, like just a long expressive tail, and I, just for communication, also for grabbing,
1: and well, probably that, naughty you know stuff. What? I think it can be arranged. I I think have anything a, can be done. These a days. naughty stuff tail. Uh, <laughs> golly and now you want a hand on the end of it. That's definitely not possible. Because it has to be a very easily controlled tail for the hand to be of any use. You don't want a tail that is just sort of hanging there and just wagging, the the most you can do is wag and then basically all you're doing is waving all the time. You know what I'm saying,
0: you have to have. Well it would grab onto the back of my shoulder so when I was walking around it would look like someone was, I was leading someone by my shoulder. But it, but then I would turn around and reveal that nope that's just a guy with a long tail like a four foot tail with a
1: with a hand on the end of it. I think I'm going to go with head hand. Me too. Uh, okay, we're going to get into to, to more of these questions. But first, we wanna let you know that Ear Biscuits is supported by Tommy John. If your big Valentine's Day surprise
0: consists of a bouquet of supermarket roses and drugstore chocolates, then the only surprise
1: is that you think that's memorable. Oh, that's harsh. Ouch. Rethink what a Valentine's gift can be with Tommy John, the most comfortable men's and women's underwear on the planet, Mm. a gift that's not only unexpected but genuinely needed. And it says here, maybe
0: riff about a past Valentine's memory slash gift that either went well or horribly well, awry.
1: Well maybe I will riff, Link. Riff? Uh, I don't have to riff, I can just tell you right now that the worst Valentine's Day gift that I ever gave my wife, uh, according to her, was a potted plant. Uh, pretty early on in our marriage. Okay. I got her a potted plant. and She wants flowers that die or Something, something? about the fact that the plant was intact and in dirt made it unromantic. Now this is early in our marriage when she, her expectations were still very unrealistically high. Decades ago. Yeah.
0: Now she's further, f- fully aligned to low expectations for you. Yeah, yeah, now she,
1: if I gave her dirt, <laughs> she was, <laughs> no, 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 I think what she wants <laughs> is some Tommy John. Yeah, well, yep, she's getting them. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy
0: John is redefining comfort for men and women with luxuriously soft, feather moisture-wicking underwear that moves with you, not against you. No pinching, no bunching, no riding up. It's no wonder Tommy John has sold over six million pairs.
1: Whoa, if you're still looking for a Valentine's Day gift, their limited edition loungewear and underwear including matching his and hers sets. That cute are the perfect alternative to boring and played out cliche gifts. Last year, the limited edition collection sold out in less than a week, so don't wait until the last minute. And with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free, guarantee, if you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund. So there's no excuse not to buy the gift of comfort that you and your significant other truly deserve. Tommy John, no adjustment needed.
0: Shop limited edition Valentine's Day gift sets and get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com ear. That's tommyjohn.com slash ear for 20% off. Earbiscus is also supported by Zola. Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, Mm -hmm. is reinventing the wedding planning
1: and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and register. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save-the-dates and invitations, and easy-to-use planning tools. Everything can be conveniently managed online and in one place, which will save you so much time. You can start with the free
0: wedding website. It's so easy and takes just minutes to set up. There's over 100 beautiful website designs to choose from that fit any couple style and any type of wedding. You can add photos, stories, how you two met, travel and accommodations info, and even frequently asked questions section helps address those awkward questions like, can I bring my annoying children (laughs) to your wedding ceremony? Do I have a plus one because I have an annoying person I want to bring to your wedding? Oh,
1: you can also build your Zola registry on your wedding website. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at different price points, and guests will love the free shipping and returns Price matching and more.
0: You can also create funds for your honeymoon or register for gift cards for your favorite brands, and they also have the best completion discount: twenty percent off remaining gifts on your registry starting right after your big day.
1: I gotta say, it would be it would have been very nice to have Zola back in the day, man. So stressful. People having websites for their wedding, that wasn't even something and you had to go and do all this stuff on your own for registering and then you had to go talk to a different person about the invitations and then Jesse brought all these physical uh, invitations out. I don't don't wanna talk about it. some kind of like big book. I mean it was like, it was 2001. Oh gosh. Golly, I mean I almost feel like I should just get married again, I mean of course to Jesse, Mm -hmm. just so I can use so To start your free wedding website and also get $50 <laughs> off your registry at Zola, go to zola.com slash ear. That's $50 off your registry by going to Zola, zola.com slash ear. Now back to the biscuit. Let's get into another question. Paola asks. Payola, isn't that like some kind of like.
0: Illegal thing? <sighs> In another universe, you guys are teachers. Mm. What That's subject. Cool. Would you like to teach? My answer is pottery. Like I wanna be a p- thrower. Isn't that what they're called? When, you, when you're when you like spinning pottery and then throwing it, you know, you it's
1: called a thrower. I have no idea. A person who pots, makes pots, throws the. But you wanna be a teacher or you wanna be just a person who makes pots? Because there's a distinct difference.
0: I actually don't think it is. I want to be a guy who makes pots and like different mud stuff as a craftsman and so well that I can teach people. But what's it, more important? It seems like the a crafting low, or the teaching. It seems like a well, I have to be a teacher, that's the question. I want to teach it. But I think
1: it would be fun to teach. You use the teaching question as a way to get to a hobby that you want to make into your your job, which is fine, but I find it interesting that your the teaching part is not Oh, I'll get to that. What appeals to you? I no,
0: I think that it's a teaching as a concept stresses me out. Like it, there's a lot of mm. pressure associated with in tr- like knowing something so well to then tell people that stuff and then they're supposed to believe it and then it impact their lives. Like th- that's put, that's just a lot of pressure. Like I don't have that type of confidence in in knowledge. Like I always feel like I need to state everything. A it does an opinion, and you know I love to give opinions Real, on really. things where there aren't answers. But like teaching something seems so final, and like I can, I feel like I can screw up people's lives unless it's just them making a pot.
1: Mm. And I, pots I, can be very, very special to people. Though. I also think be very significant, especially it depends on what you put in them. And
0: I like that it's in a, it's in an. So in some form, I'd like to be an art teacher where it's not about
1: if 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 i'm wrong about something that i've passed along then somebody's gonna That's interesting. So the reason you went to art is not because it's because you value the subjective nature of art. You're afraid to teach anything that might be considered to be objective or final in some way.
0: I think that's what drew me to it. And also, it seems like i think i could be a like a a zen teacher of pottery. Mm. Like i think it could it could be my class would be equal parts pottery and therapy. Like, just um, inspirational. Like, I, w- I want to have an inspirational class where people are just touching mud. Because mm. it's like you're getting in, it, it's like it's very primal, like, you know, playing with mud and dirt and s- the spinning motion. Is, it could be symbolic of something that I would make up just to get people excited. I just think there's a there's a lot of
1: potential. It sounds like you really thought this through. Yeah. <laughs> um as you as you know, I'm not T- TED talk. I, I mean, as you know, I, I'll be making TED talks about it. I am not uh I'm don't hold back. Uh I don't have a problem with telling people things. Yeah. Um in fact, well, I've talked about this many times before, but you know, my dad's a law professor and he 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 loves teach not just teaching a class because he he also likes telling you what he thinks about things in the same way that I do. Yeah. He likes an audience. If he wasn't a professor he'd be a stand-up comedian. It's like I we have a very similar personality in a lot of ways and I ended up being the the comedian not the professor. But I'm not I am not making this up. I really really want to be a university professor at some point. In my life, and I'm not, and I'm holding out hope that there's gonna be some opportunity. You think you're gonna get some like honorary, yeah. YouTube degree? No, I don't. To, to, to go, to be able to like be like, oh, I'm gonna teach this this particular class for this particular program because of something that is from my past that qualifies okay. me to do it in some way. I don't know what it'll be. I mean, I'm well, tw- twenty years from now, but. So do
0: you have an answer for what it is? I mean, is it law? Do you want to like no. dad son teach? Like that would be
1: cool. You're getting in not on that. A, no, no, I'm not interested in it. Splitting the paycheck? Uh, well, splitting I, the duties. I'm very bonding with your there's dad. There's a lot I'm just interested in so many different things. Pick I, what,
0: you have to pick something well, that you're going to you, teach. you know
1: that I like paleontology, but I like that because of the idea of like the clothes and brushing the dinosaur bones. Yeah, but you're you're um, on, you're in a classroom setting. So I don't know, I, I, it's very difficult for me to just think about it in the abstract because I'm thinking about something that I might actually be able to talk about. Okay, for instance, you know I took that class at NC State, my favorite class ever, the futurism class, and that professor mm. was just an absolute nut. And he Oh, had, fu- okay, that's a good one for you. He had written the textbook. Oh, wow. Single space uh, courier font <laughs> and he put it in his own binder. Welcome to the future, I guess. And he wore these red suspenders and he was kinda hunched over and he had been teaching at State for many, many years. I absolutely, I I think it was called Future Studies. And it was like introduction to, you know, my introduction to a lot of like science fiction and writing and Asimov and stuff like that but. Really? I I absolutely love that. Now I'm no, no expert on that but I have an affinity for that stuff so maybe there's you know, there's something in there. Post-apocalyptic literature, something that's like, this is just a class that you take when, you know, you you got some credits that you just need to fill up and there's this guy that used to be on YouTube yeah, he, he's the guy with the big white beard because I'll be old and he's a crazy professor. I wanna right. be in like some college town where on the east coast where like the, the leaves change and you walk around with your your sweaters on that say the mascot and you go to the basketball games, like division three. That's, so that's the teaching, college scene that I'm teaching talking You're teaching the future. <laughs> you're teaching the future
0: to the future. That's poetic and then there's another guy with a white beard Doing pottery to kind of help people who think visually understand. You're it. not going to come
1: to the same school as me, are you? That's me. I'm taking half uh, your paycheck. I think you. I think you might go to the Branch community out. college just outside of town. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, know, I love que- the idea. Uh, love it. I love teaching. Quest, I'm constantly doing it. <laughs> Quest love.
0: Quest love. <laughs> see there you go. He taught a. Um, like a hip hop studies class. Yeah, exactly. Boy, I would. I don't. I can't remember where he did that, but I would love to have taken that class. Yeah. I'll be a TA. Or you want to be a TA for a celebrity-taught
1: class? That's it. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, that's the one. I will bring my Potter's wheel. I'm just not. I'm not an, enough Amir. of an expert in anything. I think that people would want to pay for it yet. So, all right. Uh, Ask me another question. <sighs> this is from Praise Sharp. Okay. Uh, an asker uh, of questions. What's the one the thing? First. What's the one thing you thought was super fancy as a kid, but turned out to be an average, not fancy adult thing? I thought Lunchables were fancy in middle school. Hashtag #AirBiscuits. Uh, I I still think
0: Lunchables are kind of fancy. I mean,
1: kind of cool, innovative, even still innovative into this day. Still feels like you're eating future food.
0: Yeah, you feel like an astronaut. Yeah, astronauts eat Lunchables. Fancy a fancy astronaut. Um, You see that video of the of the astronaut back on Earth, and he's like, he's holding up a cup and he's talking with a pen, and then he lets go of the pen to gesture, and then the pen falls, and then he looks up to try to find the pen. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. He just like he's he'd been in space so long that he hadn't
1: gotten used to, when you let something go, it falls. Gravity. Uh, I did see the, the Fancy. Uh, I, I don't know, I saw a, a video. That was on Reddit by the way. Did you see the video on Reddit where they were teaching the the guy who'd been in, in the International Space Station for a very long time how to walk again? I, didn't, I, I felt like that might be too emotional or something. Was it funny? It didn't have like a soundtrack. No, I, it, it, no, it it wasn't funny, but it was interesting. It was like, dang, this guy can't walk anymore. It's probably the same guy
0: who then doesn't know what to do with a pen.
1: He can't gesture either. Yeah, seriously. Uh,
0: so so do you have do you have something in mind?
1: Yeah. Uh I had a hard time with this one. I don't No, I well, I think the way I was thinking about it, you'll you'll relate to this. Um I remember everything seeming fancy. Like I, the whole town of Dunn seemed fancy to me. Just to, you know, growing up when we went to the Chinese restaurant in Dunn, because it had like a gold sign. This is this. This was the town. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, you drive on 421 ten miles towards the interstate east, and then you'd get to Dunn with two ends. Yeah, They had a movie theater
1: with two movies could play at once. Twin Plaza. Yeah, uh, they probably still got it now. So, but but it. it It went beyond that because it was like I talked about Shoney's before on the show. Shoney's was super fancy. The Mexican restaurant in Fuquay, El Dorado, that was because you sat down to eat. Oh, I never did that. All but you told me you told me about that. Oh, was so fancy.
0: You told me in grade school about how you would go to Fuquay to go to a Mexican restaurant, and I was like,
1: what, what?
0: And and I didn't understand.
1: And then. Once I like, even in high school, I never ate at the Me- a Mexican restaurant. But once I started getting, getting to know my wife and started hanging out with her family, and they would like go to like Magiano's. You know what I'm saying? We're still in chain territory. Yeah, yeah. But like, that was like, what? Oh, that was the tip top, man. I was like, I've never eaten in any place like this in my life. And now I'm just such a douche, Daryl's. You know what I'm saying Daryl's is now, the one that I would now, go to. Now I'm just now I'm just a snob. Now I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat it if it's a chain. You know what? I, I've got No, no. It's got to it's got to have four and a half stars at least. It's got to be on the Eater LA map, and they've got <laughs> to right. s- and 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 they've got to serve beets. And I mean, cold beets in a salad, and a lot of sugar in beets. Watch that. But yeah, but growing up, man, I wish I could go back to that mentality because I wish I could turn that on every single day because then everything would be amazing. You know what, you jogged my memory. The thing that I thought was fancy
0: because you would talk about it, that in, when you mentioned Dunn, that steakhouse in Dunn, what was, they had a. Um, Heath's? Yes, Heath's Steakhouse. It was like a dimly lit room and then, you, it wasn't like the Western Sizzling where I would get a steak where you'd go through a cafeteria line and order, they would come to your table and you'd order a steak and then you would get up after you'd ordered the steak and you would go to the baked potato bar, Woo!
1: Man, is baked he, Baked potato is, bar is fancy. Is Heath's Steakhouse, Feldman is Heath's Steakhouse still in Dunn, North Carolina? Cause,
0: how would he know? He's never even been to North Carolina.
1: He's got the internet. Oh. Uh, while he's looking that That's good up, point. Another fancy thing is, and you might know if it's still there because you've got family that lives in this town. Is Ron's Barn still in Coates? Yes,
0: it's called. It, remember, it used to be called Pope's Barn. Became Ron. It's still oh, there. Oh, it was
1: Pope's a long time ago. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been Ron's for a long time. It's bumping, man. It's still happening. That is a. If you're in Coates, North Carolina, is Heath Heath Steakhouse it's still there? It's still there and done. It's three got stars three stars on Yelp. And done. Yeah, you know, baked potato bar. How many? Twenty. 20 reviews. Well, and you know what? They need more reviews. They got to get it up. Um, so go to Heath Steakhouse. We highly recommend it. <laughs> and if you're in Coats, we also grew up with go guy, to Ron's Barn. The barbecue, yeah. the chicken. I mean, you, go, you have to trade. The fried shrimp oh, is good. Gosh, too. It's so good.
0: We also grew up with a guy named Heath. I thought he was pretty fancy.
1: Heath's first name? Or yeah. Heath's last name? Because we went. Was, we also went to school oh, with a guy whose Heath's was, yeah, their was last his last name. Yeah, that's right. It was his last and, name. And I always thought that they were owners of that place. They weren't. They didn't have anything to do with they it. They have two. Heath's.
0: That's, that's actually
1: the name of it. Heath's Two is the name of this steakhouse. Oh, house. maybe we maybe we only know about Heath's One, huh?
0: I don't know, man.
1: How much is it, how much is a ribeye there? I just want to get a done North Carolina ribeye price. Oh, before you tell me, All right? Get a ribeye Heath's Two Steakhouse in Dunn North Carolina. i i get Get your number. I got my number.
0: It doesn't say. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't say. Okay, well that exercise was going nowhere My number fast. was $23. Oh, I was gonna say 16. Oh,
0: it ain't that cheap.
1: You don't think so? Well we're just gonna have to You're go next time we go then. home.
0: All right, got another question for ya. Um, uh, Chef Jess1234, uh, Down Under asks, if you could design a program, physical or digital, to make your lives easier, what would it be? Um, Yeah, I, I like this question because I like how things could be easier for me. And I, I, the thing I've been thinking about is I want a, a, I want my shower to blow dry my entire body.
1: Yeah, almost got. Yeah, does I,
0: it, is that a thing? Because I should yes. have gotten that.
1: Da, uh, I well, knew it was probably. Oh, hold, hold on a second. We've talked about this. So they make a thing that was a Kickstarter. We talked about it on the show. We I'm have? pretty sure. Where it was a thing that looked I'm, like it looked like a a uh, weight scale, but you would get on it and somehow it would dry your body. Now Jesse wanted to get this for me. I looked at it and I was like, I just don't see it how this work. works. But in the process of looking it up, yeah, you can get the showers that not only have the crazy jets from all sides, but you can also add in crazy blowers, Man, fans. I got a new shower and I didn't even think about that. And now I am, I sit there
0: and I'll get out of the shower and I'll brush my teeth and then like, I break out the blow dryer I blow dry my whole body. <laughs> and then I look out my window and like my neighbor can see me well, if that, I don't close my shades. That's a different
1: problem. Um, While well, my neighbor watching me blow dry my body. I, You know what? I, I, have, blow, I by blow, 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 blow my armpits. I have mixed feelings about this. And my crotch area. Of course, it's, well yeah, don't leave just, that out. I can do that with my third hand. <laughs> it just. But the, I, I can have. Four, three four blow dryers blow dr- going at once. I got four hands, I got one on top of my head as well. <laughs> um, you blow dry your head, that hand will get hot. I have very mixed feelings about this. And this is coming from a guy who knew about, the not that it was a possibility, that it was a reality and I am redoing have, a bathroom at some time in the near blow, future.
0: Have you blow dried your body with a hair dryer before?
1: I have blow dried my body with a dryer at an amusement park. Were you not there? Yeah, you were there, right? Yeah, where, it is ringing where a bell that? that
0: we talked about this. We got um, into
1: the into the stall, and you paid like seven bucks a person. I think it was at a water park. Yeah, to get completely dry. And at that point, I was like, "This has got to be a thing." Now, but here is my mixed feelings. My mixed feelings are, and again, this is where like stoic philosophy comes in, which I'm I uh, partially subscribe to, but don't really actually. You know, I read a book about it, and I like the idea of. Like denying yourself things, so that just like I was saying a second ago, if I could go back to that place where Heath's steakhouse was super exciting to me, then my life would be better. And because you, 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 I thought I, you were saying then you wouldn't go. No, what, well, yeah, because the S- Stoics had this philosophy that you should never eat in en- great food and, and good wine, you should stay away from that because. You should learn to be completely sustained off bland food because you won't become jaded and you won't you won't be feeding into this thing that there's never you 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 run up against that asymptote where you never get satisfied. Yeah. And I think that putting a blow dryer in your shower is an example of one of those things that will make you a person that now every time you have to take a shower elsewhere. Like I take a shower at the gym like three times a week. They don't have a blow dryer there. And I so, bet they do. You just need to look for it. Uh, no, I have pushed every button there. Oh. all kinds of stuff has come out.
0: <laughs> but not even in the like when you go to the sink, they don't have a drawer to blow dryer.
1: They have a blow dryer, but they don't have a blow dryer built into the shower.
0: I know. I'm just saying my idea is good enough. But and here's the thing about stoicism and blow drying your crotch is that if you don't blow dry your crotch, it's eventually going to dry. So, you might as well just accelerate the process so that
1: no, because the way that the, the warm air feels on your body, especially that part of your body, is well, probably. I'm not doing it for pleasure, I'm doing it I'm doing oh, it for. Oh, give me a break, you're doing it for pleasure. Blow drying your body is fun and feels great.
0: Well, it doesn't and feel And the Stoics
1: bad. would never do that. If a Stoic saw another Stoic blow drying himself, he'd kick him out of the club. Right. He'd revoke his membership. I wonder if my neighbor's a Stoic. <laughs> <laughs> you got another question? You know I do. Brian Pierce. Who would you cast to play yourselves in the good mythical biopic, which is happening. I thought was biopic until like last year. I thought it was biopic too, because we only use that word with each other. Uh neither of you can be in this movie because thanks for the clarification because Because we'd suck at playing ourselves. Each of you choose an actor to play yourself and an actor to play the other guy. So I, I I've I I've got my picks oh, for this. Let me hear it. I got mine too. Uh, I'll start with who I think w- would play you. Okay, all right. You may not know this guy, Logan Lerman. Never heard of. This him. is the guy who uh, played Percy Jackson. In what? In Percy Jackson. What is that? It's a book series that was turned into a movie series. You'd recognize this guy. Oh, like it. He's, he you know, just
0: looks like a normal dude.
1: Like he's got one of those faces. Unmemorable He's face. got one of those faces that can be pushing a lot of different, re- first of all, I, there's a few requirements you, you, in my you mind. You just
0: said pushing a lot of different directions. <laughs>
1: that's what you just said. My, he has a face. That's you can, my third hand talking. <laughs> uh, you said what, erect. Pushing a lot of different directions. This is what I think is required. This has gotta be somebody. Gotta it, face it. Can be pushed in a lot of a, oh my gosh in in t- their twenties. I think the person has to be in their twenties because you want to be able to play like you want to be able to play like from high school to like now. So that I kind of think like a twenty year old something. Uh, yeah, he's he's in lock. He's in talks to play young Dan Rather in Newsflash. So wait, this guy's okay. this guy's a great actor, and you know what? You and should familiarize yourself and, with him. And when when it, the biopic moves into
0: the future, I can be played by Dan Rather. Exactly. So. Uh,
1: you should be honored that I picked. Him. How do you know about this guy? By the way, have you seen Percy Jackson? Uh, my kids have seen it. Okay. Uh, well, no, the way that I did it here's here. Let me first of all, the yeah, way that did I did this. Think of this because I wouldn't have known that that guy's name. I looked up top actors in their twenties, and a list came up oh. top twenty five oh, actors he's in he's their twenties. Top twenty five. He's in the top twenty five according to this one publication. Oh, well, okay, you're doing me right. So I only I only picked people who are in the top twenty five because for me. This is gonna be it might seem a little bit of a stretch. Literally, I picked Daniel Radcliffe for me. And I'm going for who I think can get the face. Now, Daniel Radcliffe's about five six. I don't know, I'm guessing. I met him one time. So I'm like a foot taller than him. Yeah. So but he's very familiar with Hobbit technology and you know, making himself look smaller than he was, so I figured he, they could that, do the same thing and make him look bigger. That's, I, I mean, a, it, that's a director who does it's, it's that. Gonna incri- he's familiar
0: with Hobbit <laughs> technology.
1: So he can play me. Well no, Peter Jackson is definitely directing <laughs> the the one that I'm, that, that where Daniel Radcliffe plays me because he's gonna have to make him look bigger. He's got to make him be the Gandalf. What is the reason why you picked him though because? Facial features eyes, buggy eyes. P- bring up a picture of Daniel Radcliffe with his beard he can play me at different stages okay. of life. So with a beard. But, Cause I want a combination of somebody who's a great talent but also can be me believably from a physical standpoint. I mean the guy looks like me huh his 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 beard and hair is lighter than I remembered it being but no he had same kind of eyebrows same facial structure in general same kind of buggy eyes and now also I think that Logan has a similar thing to you like face shape hmm. and his eye uh, let me look at that look at that second picture of him no, no go back up that one right there uh, with the the uh second from the the corner right there no down right there yeah click on that look at that that you would think that was me. I can make that no. that, that, look, that look the same person. I'm not going to argue with you. I mean,
0: it's just it's unexpected.
1: Okay, but he is too short. So again, Peter Jackson, we we invite you to so first take, of all take the helm.
0: Neither one of us were ever going to say Daniel Stern
1: and Dana Carvey. I mean, well, because they're old at this point. Da- right. Daniel Stern in his prime, maybe. But I'm going to I I I want to pick Our a doppelganger. I want to pick a guy who I want to pick a good looking guy so I can feel good about the movie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I Daniel decided Stern is yeah, you know. I decided
0: to go um to flip the script. Oh, you know, really? um I think I think the world is ready for um the good mythical biopic where we where it's it's the female version.
1: Mm. Um just like what what they did with Ghostbusters. Right, but you usually have to have the first version before you flip we the script. We are the
0: first version. Okay.
1: That's not how a biopic works, but I'm I'm listening. Go ahead. Um so I thought just in
0: terms of personality and physicality, I'm pick I'm 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 picking for me, Kristen Bell. I think I Interesting. think we, I think we got I think we could be friends. I think I think everyone wants to be Kristen Bell's friend. Doesn't everybody want to be my friend? I'm an, I'm a fun guy to have around. Boy, I'm just locked stock barrels of fun. So you kind of see yourself as like a Veronica
1: Mars type?
0: Yes. Hmm. Never seen that show, but yes, I mean, I'm, I'm. She's top of mind because I'm, I'm catching up on the Good Place. Okay, um, and then you, my friend, would be uh, Jane Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> she's tall. She's snarky. Uh, the two of them together would be a really fun movie. Interesting, yeah. It's a really fun movie. I, I, now, I, I love to co- see the two the of coaching them together. Glee. I'd love to see the two of them together. As well
1: as all the other stuff she's done, she's got that dry wit. Uh, and and uh, and we we and we know already had haircut. We know Jane. <laughs> we know Jane. Yeah, she does the the epilepsy uh, march w- right. w- uh, every year. So we'll, we we can talk to her about your idea. <laughs> Jane, I've got a proposal. We have a great for you. idea. We, well, first of all, Kristen Bell is not yet on board. <laughs> but let me just start with. We that. were hoping you'd be the one to talk her into it. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's um, matter of fact they should just come in and start hosting our show every is every it, every month. For, is it
1: a mother daughter thing though? Because I think that's that's one potential issue there. You know, they're not really age in the, incongruent. They're not really in the same age range. Yeah. I well, CGI. Okay. All right, yeah, you're right. Already, right, you know, Peter Jackson's doing it. So right. Just let's did you all did the you way. hear about Peter Jackson taking the old um, World War One footage? No. And Basically, applying some crazy technology to it.
0: Oh, to make it look amazing and current. To
1: make it look like it had been restored. Restored footage, yes. And it, but w- I think it was. But you it was that actually me. restored to beyond what it would ever have been based on the technology at the time. You should look this up. Just Google Peter Jackson War mm. Footage Restoration, and uh, I don't know what that was for, but it is. Fascinating. What is that? What is that for? For a movie. Oh, it's for a movie he's working uh, on. Uh-huh. Is it the biopic? Our biopic, starring Daniel Radcliffe and Lucas Lerman, okay. Logan Lerman. I'm getting bored. Let me ask another question. Sa
0: Jeu asks if intelligent alien life exists, and it does. What is the first thing you want? You would want to know about their civilization. I would want to know if they have music, hashtag Ear Biscuits. Um, okay so Sa would want to know if they have music. I mean that is that is a particularly specific question to ask at first. I You know I think it's more of like once you know your life's not in danger and they're cool and you're hanging out and you're just like, I don't know, hey let's grab a beer or That's let's. That's
1: quite a leap, but go ahead. Huh? That's quite a leap. To say that they're friendly? Well because my answer is I wanna know their weakness. (laughs) Tell me your weakness. (laughs) Because I know, I don't care how the initial meeting goes, the only way Hmm. that the only ending, the only potential ending when two different species from different parts, alien species from different parts of the universe come together, the only way it will end is in the annihilation of one of one of the people groups. That's just the the rule of the universe, man. You have to assume that that is what's going to happen. Now we go in friendly, handshakes, all that, but just know eventually it's gonna hit the fan and it's us or them. I think you may be tipping your hand a little bit, all four of them, uh, if you ask the question what is your weakness? (laughs) So let's try to come up with another way to get at it. He didn't say it was a question, It was like, what is the first thing you would want to know about their civilization? I would like what is the Achilles heel? I mean, that's the question. I want to mm. know what it is. Do they have some thing is there a core in the middle that we can drop a bomb into that <laughs> all of a sudden the whole thing will explode on itself like the Death Star? Because if so, I want to know what that is. And then once you find that out, your second question is like, Hey, do you do you have music? <laughs> do you have music? I like the music question. <laughs> well, I think it's did y'all have music? <laughs> because we just blew you up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You are <laughs> you are a Where, bleak. Where's the black box? Is there music on it? <laughs> I'm uh, just a realist, man. Just just to keep the uh,
0: just the sub thread of this thing. Of this fire stoked, my answer is going to be, uh, how do you how do you do the naughty stuff?
1: Oh wow, you want to see a demonstration? How do you is get, that
0: give me a demonstration if you must? Like, I mean, that's the only part of Avatar I remember. How and,
1: many? And it was tentacles or something, right? What was it? Yeah, it was like a tent a tentacle intertwining of umbilicalness. It didn't seem fun. There was no thrusting.
0: <laughs> Come on now. Now, but yeah, I'm, I mean, and you know what? My question seems innocuous, but it could be the key it to could finding be the their weakness. weakness.
1: And so, you just let me do all the talking, Once just you, like at all of our yeah. Hollywood parties. Once all of them tentacle up to each other, that's when we that's when we kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, you're you're <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Once you guys all get attached to each other and start procreating, we're going to blow you up. I mean, it's re- it's real sick. Oh, hold on, there is thrusting. He just brought the video up. Well, that was there was one thrust in particular it looked like. I'm just avatars coming back. You know about that, right? He's been working on that forever. Oh gosh, yeah, there's going to be four of them. Uh we we've got a buddy uh who who uh lives pretty close to us who has been uh traveling all the way down to Manhattan Beach, I think is where they've been working on it. Um who's been doing a lot of the costumes. Costume, costume de- designing on uh, for but like all the avatars. But the funny thing is, I was like, well, "What are you working on now?" He said, "Well, I'm doing, you know, some." And he he, not, not he's not like a stylist; I mean, he literally is drawing the stuff. Yeah, and this is like, this is his job for like a like a decade. Like that's the one. one you know what I'm saying? Like when you start working on that, that's yeah, just you what start you working do. Working with him, yeah, because he's I mean, because he's just got so much stuff. What's his name? James Cameron. James Cameron, the deep sea diver. That's our friend. <laughs> no, no, the. <laughs> We got, we got a friend who's working on Avatar, his name is James Cameron. Jim, Jim Cameron, yeah we call him Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Cam. <laughs>
0: uh, having fun today, Link. What is
1: your weakness, James Cameron? <laughs> Jennifer Flores, if you could instantaneously give yourself a quality you don't already possess, example, Desire to clean, photographic memory, write poetry, breakdance. What would it be? Now, keep in mind, this is not a superpower. We're not yeah. talking about something that doesn't exist. This is this a, question matters. This is a quality that humans can have, mm-hmm. and you could, through a combination of natural talent and practice, get you know straight up. But this is just you can snap your fingers and you can get it. What would it be? Instantaneously.
0: Um, you know, since we're like working on. Music and stuff. Oh. This isn't my answer, but I was thinking like
1: you're going to take my answer.
0: Uh, something in the music world, but I actually I stopped that because I, oh. I didn't want I didn't want to go there. Okay. I, I applaud your your uh, efforts
1: in learning the piano. Um, as we gear up for concerts. Well, and that's why I think that's why my answer was to be a virtuoso.
0: Oh, on a piano. Well, so on any instrument. Because my answer is
1: different but go ahead. It, it, well if it's an option to be a mus- musical virtuoso of all instruments which I mean there are people who can play a lot of di- yeah. but that's kind of multiple skills. So I would definitely do that but if I had to choose one instrument and this is probably because I'm just beginning to learn, I do think it would be the piano. Yeah. Because um, I just think that what you can explore on the piano is just limitless. I,
0: I was I was sitting down like Lando called me over, he was like, tell me do you prefer when I play this song like this or like this because I'm encouraged, he didn't use the word, she told me I can I can change it any way I want and he played it two different ways and like I was just so envious and proud of the way that he was able to move his fingers on the, across the ivories and uh, he's actually learned to whenever he feels uncomfortable Overwhelmed or anxious, like he will go over the piano and start playing, hmm. and it will. It's a, it's a calming,
1: uh, a calming effect. Does it come out in the music? Um, is he like this? Is my ang- like, angry song?
0: He's not like no. No, it's more of a calming. He always plays like a calming thing, which is one of the songs that he's working on now, but just the level with which you can get in touch with it's it's just a connectivity to a different part of your brain and body that I'm you know that I am envious of especially with the piano the way there's like there's a lot of physicality with it and it's, it all it's, it's like a full body experience i mean are you experiencing that as you're learning to play the piano i, I is
1: it, I'm do, not, you, do you, uh, I, I know it's early. Well, the funny thing about this, and, and you will, if you come to the London show or you come to any of the shows that are booked for 2019, you will see me play the piano. Now, um, interestingly, I'm doing it the way that I've always done, which is I didn't learn any songs. I learned a little bit of right. Easy by Lionel Richie. Yeah, uh, I was impressed. And. Uh, but then I quickly just move on to writing my own song, and so what I can do is I can play the songs that we're going to sing. Well, definitely going to sing at least one song, I think. Hopefully, two. Um, and, but I am so, but I've been this way with the guitar. I was like, I didn't, I don't play a bunch of covers on the guitar. Right. It's just I, I, I am able to play the thing that I'm actually doing, and within the you know the parameters that this song allows. And so then I have to kind of build and of course I'm starting out in in the key of C because that's the easiest place to start on the piano and so you can kind of just get the feel down before you have to really start involving <laughs> involving other parts of the board that may be intimidating. So but, and all the instruments <clears> I play, I can only play what I play in those on uh, the
0: songs that we I play them in.
1: Right, I, you just can't pick it up and just be like, but yeah, We we, we, like, we do the a, same thing. We kind of learn how to fit. Like this is what we need to do for this song. Right. And for for guys who write musical, you know, comedy music. Right. You it's can kind of get away with that. Uh, cause I was I went and saw Dolls, um, the one of my favorite bands, put on an incredible show at the Orpheum, and. Uh, I was just like, you know, sometimes I'm envious of people who just do the one thing. Like, I look at the guy playing the piano, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not saying the guy doesn't have other interests and other abilities, but he's pretty much what he does is I'm the guy that plays piano in this band, and he's so good at it. And, you know, and everybody who plays their, their own individual instrument, they're just that whole 10,000 10, hours thing, they've just done it. and what we tend to do is just like all right well we're going to this is the thing that we're doing let's figure out how to do that not become experts but no become good enough at it to do it and to learn something from it and then move on to the next thing it, it, and so i don't know being able to snap my fingers and have that ability would just be awesome
0: to, yeah to be a virtuoso instantaneously at the language that the universal language that is music right and then you could just That's play powerful.
1: music to the aliens, which Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They communicated via music. And now, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, great movie, again, they play music and it makes you cry. Yeah, it's not realistic because they'd play a little song and then it would end with a laser beam just blowing up the earth. That's that's how it should have ended. Hmm.
0: unless they were trying to procreate and then the joke's on them. Uh, for me, my answer the the one that I'm going with is I'm just because I, I get so frustrated with this is that I would be able to remember everybody's name. Once somebody mm. tells me their name, I would just I would know it forever. And maybe I could get away with saying I would remember everything, but I'm just going to I'm just this name fright thing I think is getting worse. Oh, well like, you're getting older. Your I'm, brain
1: is getting worse.
0: I'm psyching There's myself no out it. that like people whose names I know, I now don't say their name to their face because I have this little shred of doubt that's getting bigger and bigger that I'm not I'm not gonna say their right name well there's a good reason for that doubt, and I've known him since first grade or something it's gonna be really weird like Rob uh yeah just did you just call me Rob just say man, I know, but that's hey man i I you know that's not that's not a great way to make people feel valued or
1: known Hey-ya. 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 hey yeah
0: hey yeah
1: hey yeah hey yeah hey girl um. Okay. That, well, hey, lady. Good luck with that. Uh, Miri H says, "What's the best slash worst practical joke that you played on someone, or that was played on you?" Well, you know, the first thing I thought of the the best slash worst practical joke that we did. Yeah. Well, we've talked. About, we've told this story before, so I'm going to tell an incredibly condensed version. And really, what I'm going to say is that. I learned recently that my kids had never heard this story.
0: Well, you give them enough, and I mean, it's you know, even if you've heard it, it's worth hearing again because it
1: was the best slash worst practical joke we ever played on anybody. Well, but you have to tell both parts because you have to tell the high school part first. Yeah, in high school, we were in a group of friends that was six guys and six girls. Uh, there was some dating that happened off and on. You know, it was it was just like a television show, <laughs> and. There was one night in particular that all the guys were outside and we were all gonna go someplace together and the girls were inside one of the girls' houses and we wanted to get inside. In fact, Link had to do a number two, a duty, Yeah, and, uh I poop. <laughs> I needed to poop. And they thought it would be funny to not let him in. To lock the door. So what that turned into. And I into, in turn thought it would be funny to crap in a
0: box. A, mm-hmm. Like a Tupperware, a tup,
1: there, was, there was a Tupperware box outside, and uh, Link went behind the bus. Her dad drove a bus. <laughs> her mom, school. I think, her mom drove the bus. Her mom, okay, mom drove the bus. There was a wood pile back there too. I remember the smell of wood when I was squatting and Mix, intermingling with the smell of duty. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: trying to poop in the box.
1: So he poops into the Tupperware, and then we take the Tupperware, we put it in the girl's car. It was Le- it was Leslie's car, and it was a white Plymouth acclaim acclaim great car <laughs> puts it under the front passenger the front seat yeah and uh, leaves the top off we close the doors and then we get into our car because the whole idea was eventually we're all gonna go someplace in two different cars or three different cars whatever it was I remember sitting in my car which had we had the light shined on them as they were getting in their car their girls come out of the house and I don't know I actually wasn't in the car because my vantage point somehow I was in the house. Looking out. Oh, I was in the car. I, I was the in, the in the house. I don't know how I got in there. Um, so, they get into the car, and then immediately get back out and start looking at their shoes. Like who who stepped in dog crap, which and, could happen in North Carolina. And you know, watching it's everywhere. That,
0: that's the moment where it just it felt so good. It felt so successful. And to th- see to see them scramble around and look at everyone to look at their own shoes. Yeah. And. Now. They overreacted. It's, I'll tell you, it smelled worse than any dog poop you'll ever oh, step human, in.
1: Human feces is the worst smell on the planet. You and know. mine is the worst of that.
0: Yeah. So again. All, I mean all I ate in high school was like
1: Cheetos, <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate milk. So one of the girls took the Tupperware and went into Chris Gardner's car and opened Biscuit. the door and threw it onto his seat. Threw the, just straight up crap. They, I, actually, they, I actually wiped that part from my memory. They, did, they no didn't pun they they overreacted. They didn't set the Tupperware down, they put it into his seat. They were angry. Straight Duke. Somebody they were angry. Now, first of all, let me let me just say, this is a horrible story. Don't do this. Yes, there was something wrong with us. There is still something wrong with us. What you, but you asked the question. But at least I mean, we were in high school. We were immature. It's not like we were in college. It was not like we were married. So, cuz we were married when we did I'm about to tell which is part two of this story. No we weren't, were we? Yes we were because I remember being in bed in Chapel Hill with my wife when I got a call from you know who who told us that we had to apologize. (laughs) We were married when we did this. Oh gosh, so here we are
0: telling this story again.
1: Okay, so long story short, there was some, again, some girls uh, who we knew who were having a party and they were making a big deal about how fancy it was gonna be and how they were all gonna dress up. We were like, <laughs> we'll see about that. But uh, we were hanging out with friends. I mean, I don't think. I, we weren't even great friends with these girls. They were, the guys that we were hanging out with were better friends with them but we knew everyone involved. So, so anyway. We were hanging out with the guys and we weren't gonna go to
0: the party. We weren't gonna go to the party. We were and, just hanging out over and here. And just we ha- were
1: kinda being assholes a little bit already about the party because we thought that the fact that they were dressing up and we're like, get over yourselves, we're all in college, who cares? But we started to tell this old story about the crap in the car. And then I don't know who came up with the idea but it was why don't we all start crapping in this Tupperware and see where that goes. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, Link went first Greg went second. By the way, I, I highly recommend Going if multiple <laughs> people are gonna crap in a Tupperware,
0: go first. Uh,
1: I know that, Tim, did Tim harm and Greg, all because I didn't, I did not. I didn't oh, have to and nor listen, did I want to. I feel bad because you know, they hate it when
0: we tell this story. Yeah, right. Well we didn't, on use the full, internet. we didn't use full names. And then we're sitting here telling it again and like every time we do it's just like, all it brings up for, most of them is just like shame and frustration and like why are we still tw- milking this for yeah, comedy? Tw- tw- 20 years ago. I'm we, sorry guys. We said it was, the, we said it we was the worst. I'm sorry was we talking about it.
1: We said it was the
0: worst. But then not, we also re- said it was the best and we're also no, no, like no, no, still
1: no. grinning. No, you said it was the
0: best. I was joking. I, it's the worst. It is the worst. I don't worst.
1: recommend this. Now so. so the, the answer to the question is no, everyone didn't participate. But like four guys did, enough. I mean all you need is one, trust me but four is worse than that. So then we came up with a plan, this is so stupid, so, so mean, don't do this. We came up with a plan to go over to the party. I would begin talking to everybody and create a distraction in one room and then Link would go in the other room. He has a bag of Lay's potato chips which instead of the chips in the bag, it was a Tupperware full of human feces. <laughs> he would go, he would put the Tupperware underneath a couch or some piece of furniture. He would take the top off and then we would all leave. <laughs> <laughs> This is exactly what happened. We showed up, and within five minutes, the plan was executed. We got in the car, we gave each other five like a bunch of idiots, and then we drove back to um, whoever's house we were at to begin with. And then that was when the phone started blowing up because obviously we were the ones that were responsible for it.
0: I think it took some some amount of time for them to actually
1: locate the uh, yeah not the problem. You know, seven seven minutes is a long time. If they if it took that long, you just follow your nose. Really, is what you do. And uh, anyway. There was quite a search I was told. So we did not <laughs> respond to any of the phone calls and then like I said, uh, an ad- one of the, ad- I was married at the time, my wife was still in college, I was still kind of uh, hanging with the, the, the folks in college. And um. Which, which was, makes you a loser anyway. So, right. And so, me, cause I was married. And then another adult much older than us who knew all of us called me and was like, first of all, there was five guys involved. He was like, "You and Link need to apologize." <laughs> so we well, had to be the ones to go apologize. And you
0: know what? I think that was totally fair.
1: And so we went over to these girl, <laughs> think, the, the, uh, the girls' house. We sat down with the two girls whose house it was, and uh, we apologized. And we felt we did feel bad about it. It was a it was a it was a mean thing to do. Uh, but I ended up telling my my kids this story. Like a week ago? In the past month and they could not believe that it had happened so I guess this is the way people, people it doesn't seem that crazy to me, I know it was wrong but they could not believe that we did it. And then it's, it's heinous. when their cousins came into town, cousins both in high school, uh, my two nephews, they were like, Dad, you gotta tell them. You got to tell them the story, and A I told cautionary tale. And I told them the story, and I, again, it's just like they're they just like they can't believe that. And again, yeah, you shouldn't crap in Tupperware and leave it in places. I mean, should have known that, but it took two times of doing it to know that it was wrong. But I thought you told me that they had ideas for how you could have done that joke better. Well, the, Locke did say, Dad. You should totally have waited much longer than right after you got there. Like you should have gone to the party and then, like an hour into the party, unleashed it and then stayed for the search. And then been. And I was one like, it wasn't. It. it wasn't a game of Clue, son. It was a prank. We, <laughs> we just wanted to leave. But if you're going to do it, do it, it, it the way. It, do it that way. It made it painfully obvious. How many miles of toilet paper? <laughs> this is fitting. This is from. Uh, Michael Alberts. How many miles of toilet paper do you think you've used? Hashtag your biscuits. I did the calculation. Now first of all Oh really? Did you look at any of my numbers? No, you know what happens to me when I look at numbers. Well just guess. How many it's miles fun. of toilet paper do you think I have used in my life?
0: Well, you are old. Yeah. Um and you do wipe a lot.
1: Yeah. So two the two factors that you need to know.
0: Um and a square is about what four inches?
1: Yeah, uh, traditionally four to four and a half inches. Oh, okay. In length, I went with a four-inch measurement. Oh, wow! So we're on the same. We're in, you're in the ballpark already. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say. Uh, you want it in kilometers or miles? I would like it in miles because that is what Michael asked for. Okay. Um, blood mime on Twitter. That's I'm interesting.
0: gonna. I'm gonna say just for nice for a nice clean answer a marathon 26
1: miles okay that is not a bad guess at all because i calculated 38 miles whoa 38 miles no so i undershot it th- what i based this on is me over the course of a lifetime averaging 20 squares per wipe per trip that's First of all, that's too much. That's too, that's the problem. I, I averaged at 20 because as like a teen, <laughs> it was just indiscriminate. You were reckless. Indis- yeah, uh, so I use less than that now. I use a minimal amount of squares at this point but it doesn't take long to get to 20 squares. Now uh, that right. came out to uh, an average of twice, two craps a day. Uh, two craps a day? And on average? Okay. Uh, I would say one. I think one's plenty. Like two hundred and one thousand feet, basically, which comes out to thirty-eight miles, which is about a mile of toilet paper a year. Now, just to make sure that I wasn't crazy, I did go on the internet and I did look up that the average person, uh, according to Mental Floss, uh, does about one point three miles per year. So I was, I was in the in my my calculation was in the ballpark, and uh, what this equates to is about fifty pounds of toilet paper per person per year which, this is surprising, two, a p- two-person household goes through, on average, one tree worth of toilet paper per year. A two-person household. A two-person household doing that. They wipe a tree's worth. 1.3 miles of toilet paper per year, which is about 50 pounds of toilet paper, equates to t- a tree, and I, I don't know how big a tree, a tree could be. It's pretty yeah that's quite a sliding scale on the si- size of trees, but a tree's worth of toilet paper just think about that next time you're cleaning up
0: I'm surprised that there's not some other you know some 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 chamois version of a paper towel. I that's no, no doubt there is I'm sure you can Re, get it on Amazon yeah, like a reusable. Well, don't you
1: remember we met that guy in uh, Asheville, North Carolina when we were shooting the pilot episode for Commercial Kings? His name was like Star or something like that. You know, he's one of those uh, older hippie dudes that was essentially homeless in that, in Asheville. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But he had created one single like plastic bags worth of trash for the entire year. He was like, this is all the waste that I have created for the year, all waste. So what did he wipe his butt with? Whatever, you, the chamois you're talking about. Oh. He, he had a chamois, no doubt. Now, because it's just like the cloth diapers. Yeah, it's just like got cloth. Or, you gotta or, have. you, probably you just you,
0: use a bidet. Yep,
1: yeah, even after, well if you had the bidet with a blow dryer, but that, that you really gotta stay down there for a while to get completely dry. Yep,
0: yep um, doesn't happen. So well, that's it. We're ending with some math. Uh, we've saved enough time since we're since we're you know we're at this point in the podcast. I wanted to get into a recommendation because you said we're gonna end the podcast with a recommendation yes, right. So
1: the recs are in effect. Check baby check baby one, two, three, four. So each week one of us will have one recommendation. Uh, Sometimes we will both have a point of reference for this, sometimes we won't. Um, This one is a dual wreck. Yeah, so this is something that my kids uh, found. (laughs) I was um. And then you texted it to me and it blew my mind. I was with my boys uh, over the holidays and we, we were, the three of us were in the hot tub and we started watching YouTube videos and they were like, Dad, 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 Dad. Search, Badlands Chugs,
0: Badlands Space Chugs, C H U G S. I was like, Badlands Chugs.
1: They were like, We love this guy. We love him. Mm-hmm. So, Badlands Chugs is the recommendation for <laughs> for this week. This well, is a you guy. sent me a
0: link to a particular episode that was it was like a it was a tutorial that was, tu-
1: that was the tutorial part one.
0: Tutorial Part One. This is the first thing I ever watched, and I, you know, I had a great experience starting with that particular video. You don't is, have
1: to start there, but I feel like you get the full breadth of what Badlands is about if you watch the tutorial.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, he's a mountain of a man. Who uh, it? I I started looking on Wikipedia and finding out who this guy was. Just the backstory is he's a professional competitive eater. Yeah. But he also is a professional chugger of liquids and then he has YouTube videos where he's just chugging different things and. It's remarkable. It's remarkable and but then he does a tutorial in, in multiple parts where he teaches you his techniques. He calls it opening up the chug books. But the way that he talks the things he chooses to say and the ways that he chooses to insert like pregnant pauses because there's not much, if any, editing. Oh, well oh,
1: that, that's it's brilliant. I think that's the most significant thing beyond everything that you just said is the fact that at least in the ten or so videos that I've watched, no jump cuts. And he doesn't no pun intended, milk it. So you've got he has, by the way, chugged an entire gallon of chocolate milk. And he does it in one single chug, okay? In like Under a minute, it's nuts. Now I don't know if he throws up later, but he doesn't show you that. But (laughs) so many, so many YouTubers, and we may be guilty of this to some degree, but we don't really make these kinds of videos. But you know, I watch. uh, I'll I'll click on those videos where you know there's there's, the dudes in Australia who like drop things. They go out and drop things off of that tower. I haven't seen it. They got they, they, somewhere in the Western, like near Perth or something in the western part of Australia, and uh, entertaining videos, I, can't, I don't remember the name of them, but they they drop things onto things. It sounds like something that we would do. It seems that that's the main thing they do, at least those are the ones that I've clicked on. And but they they're really playing the YouTube game hard. We know mm-hmm. about that. These videos are over 10 minutes long. They are, there's a bunch of editing and they're constantly kind of building up to something. They're asking you to subscribe and to hit like and the different things and playing the YouTube game all throughout, mm-hmm. which I can tolerate it because I understand that that's how you got to make a living. Badlands Chug says, uh uh-uh, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut the camera on. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to show you the Sprite Cranberry that I'm about to chug. There's gonna be a very short intro that says Badlands Chugs or something like that and then it's gonna come back and I'm gonna chug this thing and then when I'm done, I'm gonna say see you next time and it's gonna be as long as it is which is typically two minutes or less and that's a Badlands Chugs video. That's what opening up the Chug books is all about. I I like
0: at the end of like tutorial part one it was like and, Next time, I'll teach you something else. It's like he doesn't, he, you can tell he doesn't quite know
1: what he's gonna teach you next. But he'll figure it out But Between he'll figure it out before
0: then. before then.
1: And then he does, and then he teaches it to you. So that's the recommendation, if you've got some time to kill, Badlands Chugs, I mean you, you wanna see. You don't see, need time to kill, you need to rearrange your life. You wanna see. To uh, prioritize it. A man just absolutely kill beverages. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to meet him. I think uh, I
0: think he was on Kimmel a few years back. So oh, it's, really? it's not like we're the first to discover this guy. You, maybe oh no, maybe you already no, no, no. His. He's he,
1: he's he's uh. I, he recently passed. He's dead. <laughs> no, he recently passed hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's he's zeroing in on two hundred thousand subscribers. Hopefully, we'll we'll send him over the edge. Maybe
0: we can get him on. Maybe we can get him on our show. I'd love to chug,
1: man. I'd love to chug with that man. Let's look into that.
0: All right, thanks for hanging with us and um, listening to us answer questions that other people have asked on the internet. That's what just happened. Mm. People ask well, us when questions. when you put it like that. And we answer them, we just, you know, from our own personal experience and knowledge and uh, mm. it got, it's real,
1: I mean, it was. It got real. I really like the spin you put on that. <laughs> it's like,
0: all right, hit that like button, click the bell, all that jazz. Click the bell
1: for notifications, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and we're gonna be dropping a bowling ball onto a block of ice from 100 feet at the end of this video. You know we would if they hadn't already done
0: it. We don't have a tower like that. And Come back next week and we'll Teach you something
1: else. You can't do that in Los Angeles.
0: Hashtag Air Biscuits, talk at us, and then next week we'll talk back at you.
1: Love you.